the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our phone number 308-8867. That's 308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I'm gonna get you hooked up, Calvin. All right, give us a call. Be a part of the show. Um, we got some rain today at our house. It was slightly heavy rain for about seven minutes. Not six. Not no. Not eight. It was about seven minutes, and. Uh, Let's see. Can you see Calvin's little, uh, where am I? Plugging? Oh, there it is. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, if you've got uh, rain, you can call us and tell us about your rain situation at 308-8867. There you go, Calvin. Y'all, y'all set? All right. And uh, you can also call with some tomato reports. We'd love to hear how your tomatoes were doing. I've got uh, both a tomato report and a tomato question. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. So... Um, I uh, shared some of my uh, dwarf cherry surprise with All someone. All right. That was sweet of you. I have. Boy, do I have a lot. Well, that's, that was the nature of the question. <laughs> was uh, Gary over there at Climate Magic. It was very nice. I've, I've heard you're setting up a farmer's market. I, I was, it's a very small one. You know those little lending libraries that people have in their, in their front yard? Oh, I'm going to yeah. do a little farmer's market. A, a free farmer's market. But anyway, so Gary was said that uh, that he enjoyed them. They were very good. But he wants sweet cherry tomatoes. He said they weren't sweet. They just tasted like tomatoes. He enjoyed them. but <laughs> So he said, ask the guys where what variety I need to get. So I have a cherry tomato that will grow here, but that's sweet. Sweeter than... Uh and dwarf H-N-968? cherries. Yeah. yeah. How about sweet 100s? Oh. There you go. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's... They're not very acidy. I think there's a there's a yellow tomato. That, uh, oh, that's that, a good idea. I've heard people talk sweet. about that too. You're right. I don't. I, I doubt if it's sweet. It's sweet 100. All right. But but uh, I think that yellow tomato. I, I can't. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, so sweet 100. Know, All right. If they've had it in a, in a top tomato contest. Oh. Before. So clearly it does well here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to say it got candy in the name. They got what? Candy. candy. C A N. That's the name of a. That's the name of a cherry tomato. The yellow one. Oh, okay. Well, maybe somebody will call in and tell us. And I could be wrong. So, Gary, if you're listening, there you go. Sweet 100, or we'll find out another variety for you that you can uh, try to grow. Uh, uh, that's about the sweetest 
sweetest, I think. Yeah, and, and you, uh, if you think BHN 968s are hard to keep up. Oh, the oh, <laughs> really? Sweet 100s are even littler. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, are they really? Uh, half yeah, size. It's kind of like M&Ms, you know. <laughs> All right, so I have a, I have a question, too. I'm going to... Does it seem kind of loud? Not to me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and I that, hate it when the equipment works. I know. There we go. That's a little better. All right. So uh, the other thing is my, uh, you can tell me whether this is normal. So this is the first year I've actually had the dwarf cherry surprise that actually looked probably like a tomato plant is supposed to look. You know, really tall and about... Yeah. Full of leaves for, you know. Yeah, it's better uh, when they have leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Three or four uh, feet. Uh, so my question is, first off, that plant is a plant that just keeps giving. <laughs> it's I, that copious I, amounts of fertilizer. It was those copious amounts, exactly. I can I I can leave in the morning with and pick off a bunch <laughs> and come back in the evening <laughs> And I'm, Pick out another bunch. Exactly. I, I have to say to myself, did I not see these, or did they just <laughs> kind of begin to ripen through the day? So yeah, kind of begin to ripen during the day. And it's one of the plants that after two or three pickings, you start kind of saying, well, hey, birds, <laughs> uh, I'm willing to share. Hey, come on down. <laughs> the uh, But the, I notice now that they're getting a little smaller. Is that a fertilizer issue or is it just normal? Mine, get, mine. I was just noticing the same thing that mine are getting a little small. Because when you brought yours in, Jerry says, "Well, they look a little small, and mine were a little bigger." Of course, the minute I said that, I got the <laughs> mine started getting smaller. I think. I think the more fruit they put on, the the, 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 the smaller, smaller they get. Kind of like the citrus that y'all talk about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And but peaches. It, it's and easy. Yeah. It's a plant like that, though. Too, it is easy to get behind on fertilizer, on nutrients. Okay. I'll, you know, you're not drastically behind. You're still getting a great crop, but but you you know you suddenly it has a bountiful supply of nitrogen, and suddenly it has less. So. Right. So at some point it'll be reduced. I'll give it some, give it copious amounts of uh, of osmocote. Well, you've already done that, right? Well, yeah, but is it time to do it again? No, okay. not an osmocote. What if I put some balm moss on it? No, there you go. That'll work. Yeah, please. <laughs> just put put the roots in the ground so that it can. Okay. <laughs> but the uh, what you might want to start doing. Now, now you realize your wife's going to kill you for uh, trying to make the plant grow better and have no. larger fruit. Do you realize that? No, she was the one that pointed out our fruits getting oh, small. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, uh, you can use a water soluble fertilizer like a miracle oh, grow, grow, rapid grow, has to grow, wish it would grow, <laughs> acid it should grow. What's growing on? <laughs> Mere acid is is one I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm. It's easier if you mix a big batch. I don't know if you have one of those plastic garbage cans, and you just mix it. Yeah. That way, once a week, you can just take a bucket full when you're going to water, and and you pour it on there, and it's really. If you have to mix it every time. Yeah, you just get. It gets. It gets. It's harder to be disciplined in terms of the once a week. 
All right, 308, I'm going to do that, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. You're going to talk to Ann Schiller about 1230 or so. Uh, Ann's going to be here. Is she here. going to make it this time? She is, and she's going to talk about the uh, Festival of Flowers, and she may even bring us some tickets and to give away. we're going to stay here for her. Oh, we night. won't move. Like yeah, we'll move to how about you? You weren't how supposed to say go? that's why we left. On the what? 15th. How did your presentation on the 15th? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean for the garden volunteers? Yeah. Group. yeah. Oh, yeah, it worked real good. Hang uh, on, Robin. Uh, we've got, we talked about all the uh, plants that we're going to have at uh, Festival, Festival of Flowers. And I've, uh, my webmaster has put it on plantanswers.com. So Good. if you want to see the presentation we gave with pictures and descriptions of the plants we're going to have at uh, Festival of Flowers, it's on the, uh, in the topics of the moss section. Did you take those photos? Most of them. Yeah, because yeah, they were great photos. Uh, Rob sent them to me, too. And some of, some of them, I think, are going to appear in the Express News Next Saturday, because my column is going to mention the yeah. the uh, garden volunteers and the plant sale too. Good. Hey, Robin is on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm getting scared. Right? It's getting darker. Right? I know it's it's kind of eerie out here. Scary. <laughs> Sleepy weather. Hi, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing great. Hey, is it a sun gold tomato? That's my favorite yellow one. That's right. Sun that's gold. Right. Sun gold. That's right. All right, tell me about that one. Is it's it's a cherry tomato? It's a cherry it's, tomato, and oh my gosh, you eat them! I eat them like candy. <laughs> aren't they real sweet? Real sweet. Oh yeah. Sun okay. gold. Sun, sun gold. gold. That's okay. Right. That's how, how tall? How tall do the plants get, Robin? Are they huge? Uh, mine. Maybe three feet. Oh, that's uh, it's a uh, oh, it's determined. small. Oh, that's oh, neat. It's semi-determined. That's good. So let's see. Yeah. Do you do those for a uh, fall garden too? Yes. Um, oh, good. Okay. Summer. Well, and you, you. Yeah. We had them. They. Oh, sorry. They're sometimes they'll make the, Yeah. Sometimes the cherries. Make it through the summer pretty well. The oh, not okay. Too bad. Huh. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm so, Robin, from Idaho, you... so we grew them okay. all summer in Idaho until you know until frost. Um, so, it's, so I haven't had too much experience with them here, but um, but I'll see this summer. Oh, good. Okay. I wonder if you could do it on uh, in a uh, container too. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, I good. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try that. Yes. I think. I'm pretty sure that we had them for sale here at yeah, uh, Melbourne. Yeah, I kind of remember the name. So yeah, Sun Gold. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Robin, and thank I, you. I, I do have a Are question you for to... you too. Yes, I'm ma'am. Sorry, yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, no, you're okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, about Iris, um, we're over here at the Army uh, Community Residence Residence Community, and we um, we do work in the healthcare gardens. And we had a little discussion the other day about the Iris. One of our volunteers said, well, you should cut off the leaves when you transplant them, trim them off like a fan, in a fan. And I said, well, I take out the dead leaves, but I think we need to leave the leaves to feed the roots. And there was a big discussion about it. So I said, I'm going to call 
the garden show on Saturday and find out the professional answer. Well, the good news is that's one of those few questions where both answers are right. <laughs> Iris, Iris work. I'm I'm with you. I do exactly what you do. I leave the foliage there uh, as long as it's green and healthy. Uh, but it's a lot of times it's more convenient to to cut them off a little bit, a little easier to transport them, store them, and plant them. Yeah, when they sell them, they cut the yeah, leaves off. They, they that's look, where they, that lady got. They that look neater. Yeah, they look neater. But they, uh-huh. the, 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 the plants prosper whichever way you do it. So uh-huh. that, and so, are you using iris for ground cover and for flowers? Huh? Yes, yes. Yeah, they're they're wonderful, and the the deer don't eat them too. As far as I know, the deer don't eat them in any neighborhood. <laughs> I know they don't uh-huh. mind because. Where they're showing up more and more yards. There, there one neighborhood, uh, a Rosarian came up and was looking for her. Said, "Where's Calvin Finch?" I said, "Right over there." <laughs> <laughs> said he put in the paper that the deer won't eat ours, but they eat mine. Huh? And I said, "What wow. won't they eat?" And she, he said, "Angel trumpet." Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. They won't touch those. Mm-hmm. But any, in, anyway, the main thing, main thing with ours, of course, as you probably well know, is not to bury them real deep when you plant them. Right. And, and don't don't and try to get them in as much sun as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. like soggy soil, and we do, that's one of the few plants that we don't recommend you put mulch on either. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those and prick myrtles. The rhizome. Yeah, well, yeah. they, yeah, if they stay wet, yeah, that's right. If those rhizomes stay wet, some mm-hmm. years here, like the last few years, you could, you get rot on, mm-hmm. on a uh, mm-hmm. the rhizome. I'm with you mm-hmm. on the iris, though. I think they're, I think they're a wonderful plant. They do really well here. Good xeriscape plant. Nice blooms. Uh, you can get a, you start with cemetery iris and then you go to the fancier Dutch and German iris. You've got a long, pretty long bloom season through oh, yeah. June. Yeah. So, neat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you have time for another question? Oh, real, yeah. Real quick. What you got? Okay. My roses are, I have been treating them for, for thrips with a uh, rose spray, and then I've done the systemic, and I've still got the thrips. And... I, I, some of my friends are just pulling their roses out. They say they're saying, "I give up. It's just not a rose year." What, um, what does your rose product have? Oh, I have Floribunda. They're Floribunda. Oh, active in uh, the the uh, pesticide, the active ingredient in your insecticide. Do you know? Ooh, it's bear. Um, Bear, that's good. Yeah, it's a bear. You know what yeah, I would what, you, what you suggested to me last time I called. Okay. Yeah, do you know what? You know what I uh, would do bear. in the, the. I think the most effective for thrips is to use uh, acephate. That's what we used to use all the time, and in fact, there's a there's an acephate product here, and then of course, most of the a uh, lot of the uh, fire ant controls have. Like seventy percent acetate. Right. Um, okay. So I before I pull them out, I would ask. And acetate's relatively inexpensive, so I would I would give it a try. What are your symptoms? Are the buds not opening, or the flower not opening, They're or what's happening? Brown, brown on the outside of the buds, and even the little 
the leaves that will cover the bud will get brown. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, then they won't open properly, right? They Well, they will open, but they aren't very pretty. So I just... Right. Sometimes I pull the tel- right. petals off that are brown, uh, and then sometimes they're just they're just brown from the tips down, from the from the yeah. center of flower down, which is distressing. That's drips. I just throw them away. Yeah, and the product that I'm using there, Advanced Rose and Flower. This is a spray I'm using on the right. buds that's got the flu cyclofrin. Let's see, yeah. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Usually that works. I thought yeah. I thought Jerry was going to bring uh, to to everybody's attention that one of the issues with acetate is that it it's, stinks. It stinks. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't describe it as a stink. I just describe it as a. Harsh a, a fragrance that indicates effectiveness. Yes. Oh, okay. the, the smell of effectiveness. Yeah. You you really know you're, there's no such thing of wondering if there's any kind. You know, if you apply a pesticide, I don't know if it's actually on there or not. Acephate, you know if you apply it. <laughs> but you okay. might you might try it, especially if you got some at home already, or uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, if you can you can use it on a, a lot of things, including fire ants. Thank you, Robin. Including fire ants. Okay, well, thank you so much. I sure will try it. Okay. You take care of Sun Gold, right? Sun Gold, yeah. Sun Gold. All right, 308-8867. Ray is on the line. Hi, Ray. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing? Good morning. I hope you guys got your raincoats. Oh, you get a bunch of rain? No. I got mine. It's dark as heck over here. I I believe we're going to get some finally. Yeah, we'll have to ask Roy. We're back at the uh, Weather Center. Well, what's going on? How okay. can we help you? Uh, yeah, I had called last week and uh, and uh, was talking to you, uh, y'all about the uh, the bee activity. Uh, I think Calvin was saying <clears throat> I probably had a population problem going on. Y'all were going to check with with Molly Keck, so I was trying to see what what y'all found out. And, and I left a message with Molly. Hopefully she'll give us a call during the show. I just told her to call when it was convenient. Oh. But we may have uh, one of our, uh, the next week's class, the children's gardening class, is uh, is uh, from Perez Beekeeping. So we can kind of ask him uh, what's going on. In fact, what we may do is, uh, well, no, he doesn't come. But well, Mary is trying to connect yeah, Mary's, with him. Mary's trying to connect with him. So we'll... Uh, We'll kind of ask him what's going on. If we can, we'll try to see if we can get you both on the line together, or we'll give you his number so that you can okay. give him a call and kind of ask your bee questions. Sound cool? That'd be good. Uh, and that's uh, today, you think, huh? You're going to try and Yeah, well, hopefully it's it's kind of, oh. I mean, I hate to hate to use this uh, way to manipulate you, but you just have to keep listening. I have oh, no, no idea, Ray. No, in this particular case, I don't have any idea. So uh, yeah, and it's yeah, it's hard for me to to say yeah, I'm going to be listening. It's just in the life. Is yeah, today, hey Ray, no, no. Well, hey, we no Ray. It's easy to say. Yeah, you just don't have to do it. <laughs> Ray, if you want to leave your phone number with, um, we got to go to break. So before we do, um, Roy back at the station can put you on hold, and we can get a number, and then I can just ask uh, Perez, uh, I think it's Carmen, isn't it, uh, from uh, Perez Beekeeping, if he'll give you a call. And, um, well, you know, I'd like to do that, but, but I had a couple other questions. You're getting ready to go to break. Can you just hold until we come back from break? Yeah. 
Yeah, just hold, we'll hold for a second. You hold on, all right? Okay. And then I tell you what, while we're holding, Roy, if you'll get uh, his phone number, uh, if that's okay with you, Ray. But we'll still keep you on. We'll put you back on hold and talk to you after the break. Our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is, Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. That's millburgernursery.com. That's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. When you think of gun shows, you think of the Austin Highway Gun Show. Come this weekend to the Austin Highway Gun Show. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 4. Best prices on guns, knives, ammo, and more. Free parking at the Austin Highway Gun Show. 1948 Austin Highway. Y'all come, you hear? Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask it says. Paging Dr. Furrytail. Dr. Furrytail, you're wanted in the East Attic. Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Uh, which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. Go to HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, Ray was talking about bees. want to remind you that next Saturday here at the nursery is another kids' gardening class. And that kids' gardening class will be on 
bees. That's right. So we'll uh, talk to them about that. And then, but adults can come, too. Huh? Sure. Kids gardening class, beautiful bees. Bring your kids to Millburgers to learn about bees. Now, what they ask you to do is call and make your reservation, 497-3760. doesn't cost anything, but they want to have supplies there, and uh, they want to have everything that you need to, and your kids need to enjoy it. So call 497-3760. This is another one of those ones that fills up. So uh, call quick, 497-3760. Let's go back to Ray on the line real quick, 308-8867. Hey there, Ray. Okay, so you had a couple more questions? Yes, sir. Um, so uh, I was talking to Dr. Parsons about using the hormone, which I, I uh, purchased there for cucumber blooms. Uh, right, for uh, so blossoms. Huh? Your blossoms. Well, I don't, I don't remember what the name of it is, but um, That's yeah, it's for peppers and tomatoes. I think it says on the bottle, but it also says cucumbers when you read the label. Um, right. And so I, I was wondering about that. The contents of that is that is that like an artificial chemical, or is that like a natural hormone that's extracted somehow? Uh, that is a of? natural hormone that. In plant material, it's uh, well. I say that uh, it's it's NAA, uh, napoline acetic acid, mm-hmm. uh, is what you most of them usually have in them. Very very low very low concentration, and I used to use that in tissue culture when I was in school. So uh, to grow to grow callus uh, plant material. So uh, I, I'm thinking it's in, in, in plant material. Do you remember whether that's remember, native, no, natural in plant material? No. I don't remember. But any, anyway, it's a very, very yeah. uh, small concentration of naphthalene acetic so, acid. So just so a fine anything. spray to each bloom, that should do it to each female bloom. That should absolutely, help. I mean, absolutely. I don't, I don't absolutely. have to soak it or anything like that. Just one no, spray. No, 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 no. It's, it's just a bloom. It's spray. Okay. Yeah, just a soak. I mean, just a, a mist. Okay. Just a mist. Um, and what I've been doing lately, um, I eat, um, uh, Calvin may remember we were trying to identify uh, what kind of insects I had on my cucumber vines. And um, the lady I was talking to, I actually bought a, brought a sample over to Fanix, and uh, they couldn't figure out what it, what it, what it was. I only talked to two people there. Um, but, but what I did find out is I, I got online and found out it is uh, a leaf hopper and i mean i i had bunches of them and uh uh when i started using that insecticidal soap which i get out there with a hand sprayer they they would evacuate i mean you'd see them flying just everywhere um and, and that seems to be keeping them under control i'm like twice a week going out there with an with uh insecticidal soap um i'm also getting a little bug on there um, that that I'm tr- still trying to identify. It looks it's not a thrip. It's it's got to be based off the pictures I'm looking at. It's got to be one of the assassin bugs, but it's solid red. Is there is there such a thing? Oh, that's the one you described as kind of having a tank-like appearance. Oh, the leaf. Oh, oh the, the leaf hopper was tank. a tank-like. Okay, no, the okay leaf, sorry yes. about that. Yeah, leaf hopper okay. was the tank. Yeah. Now, but it looked like his assassin? armor tank. Yeah. <laughs> now the assassin bugs eventually get fairly large, so, but it could be uh, it could be one of the stages in the life cycle 
But uh, but also the all those stink bug related, like your uh, leaf footed bugs and those also go through those stages. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. so you yeah you might what you might be seeing is the second instar or the second stage of one of those bugs, and that may just be a nest, you know, the egg laying site. But I'm so you're yeah, saying I'm it might sure. be the same bug, huh? The leaf, the leaf hopper, just well, uh, it could be, but probably not if it's bright red. You may be a different it's bright red, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of one online. There's several in there. You know, of course, this is Texas. There can be any color, um, but I'm I'm looking at some of them out there that are that there's a there's a few of them that are solid red. And there's other ones. They got very long legs, uh, some of them. And I mean, they look very much like them, just not totally like them. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only looking at yeah. a few pictures of them. Um, but but I saw some today. There must have been about ten of them or fifteen of them, all clustered around a brand new female cucumber that was coming out and had had a little bloom around it. And they were all just all just populated around that area. When I hit them with that insecticidal soap, they stopped populating. They were just they were gone. That was the end of that. So um, I'm thinking insecticidal soap is going to be helpful. Uh, I'm just going to have to keep using it, at, you know, yeah. twice a week or so. Yeah, you can also use a spinosad, a product with spinosad, which is an organic. Uh, yeah, insecticide. that's an organic uh, contact uh, insecticide. Is it cheaper than your soap? Uh-uh. Yeah, cheaper than soap and better, or? It's better. You should, it's what, better. What your, yeah, what your soap does, it'll, it'll affect some, the smallest ones that you hit with it. Spinosad, you've you got a little bit of, can handle a little larger insect, and then it has a little bit of a staying power. Too. Right, residual. Yeah. Okay. But. But that's what, that's it, what know, I was looking for. Yeah. Good. Hey, Ray, we need to run. Try, yeah, okay. just experiment with this spindle set. It's pretty effective. We'll talk to you in a little while. Do right. I have to run? No, you you can sit. I don't but, like to run. But we got to talk to Ginger. I wanted to. I didn't. And she's been waiting a while. Oh, okay. And so, and we're gonna reach out to Ray again. So, Ginger's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Ginger. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Hi. Well, I bought a couple of hydrangea plants about two months ago, and when I bought them, they were just full of blooms. And once the blooms fell off, I, I haven't had another bloom since. And uh, I I bought uh, what I thought was bone meal, but it was actually blood meal. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what what do you think the problem is that they're not blooming. Well, you, you blood meal is probably more effective than bone meal for hydrangea. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, because it's it's a potent fertilizer, and it's the it's it's I think it's neutral in terms of acidity, whereas their bone meal is is a basic material. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't okay. think hydrangeas bloom, but once a year do they? I, or well, that's they a, bloom was, mostly in the spring. I was wondering about. Uh, they're not a. Uh, oh. They don't bloom all the way through the, through the summer, like like oh, they the don't. plants do. No, ma'am. Oh, yes. so I just I just have a big yeah. bush then, huh? 
Well, yeah, until next spring. And it uh, and they may they may have some sparse blooms. Is it is I it mean, a uh, in morning sun or is it in what's it? It's a uh, morning, morning sun. Oh good. Oh good. Yeah, and I think it depends yeah. on the on the selection too of hydrangea mm-hmm. how much it blooms. But yeah, I don't okay. I don't remember seeing them blooming in the middle of summer. No. Oh, okay. Well, then that's my problem. I was expecting do, it to be summer. Well, it's the plant's doing what it's supposed to do. Uh, okay. Did you uh, did you plant it in the ground or did you plant it in a container? They're in containers. Oh, good. With lots of uh, sphagnum peat moss. Right. Uh, no. They're they're, they're acid. They're they're acid loving plants. She okay. said it was in a container? Yeah. It's yeah, you could container. go to Plant Answers, and then what would she look? Was it the same formula for the... Blueberries. For the Tiff Blue Blueberries, or the, for the blueberries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. But, well, that answers uh, my question, then. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. But Thank you. You, 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 probably, you probably got your money's worth when, when you bought the plant. It was so full of blooms. It was. And I thought I was going to see them all summer, but anyway, I have some some pretty big bushes now. <laughs> They're pretty. Okay, well, good. Okay, thank you. Thanks, I'll tell you. Thanks, Ginger. You take care. Got a question from the crowd? Can we ask your question on the air? Yes. Here you go. I'm going to give you the microphone. So these yeah, guys you're can so hear. nice about that. Now. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I just wonder every, what every, the... You can, can, you, uh, can, you, oh, can you not move closer, or is there something no, in this way? No, there's plants. Oh, shoot. We okay. have... Um, Spiders, uh, little bitty centipedes, uh, things like that in the home instead of a chemical spray. Is there something plant-wise that would uh, make them not want to visit our home? I've heard something about putting a mint in the home and, and some kind of insects don't like that. I haven't, I don't know of anything that will be effective. Uh, the prob- problem with uh, the plant material you, you would have to get so much of it to have any impact and of course you'd have i guess you could move your beds out and the kitchen furniture and just put mint everywhere but i but i i don't know that uh how effective mint is either i know when i grow mint in the garden i've got a lot they don't seem to eat the mint but there's lots of insects that live in yeah. it some uh some uh uh, pest control places. I don't. I don't know what they use, but they they say it's organic uh, we, f- for in the house. And we used to have. Uh, but I don't know what what they're using. The people that we use, uh, they say their products are all organic. There you go. Not uh, chemical plants, or that would be, you know, bothersome to us. There you go. Um, but we still got the uh, same problems with uh, centipedes and. And black spiders, that yeah. little tiny ones that I've been seeing around the home. Um, yeah, they're hard. Both of those are hard to kill. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll take. I'll tell you what. I'll trade our cockroaches, cockroaches for your centipedes. But, and well, thank you. We don't have that. <laughs> what about? Um, there was that. I'll think of it here in a minute. Okay. But, uh, some things that would just. Not not make them welcome is what we're actually looking for. And I think there was something I actually saw 
on the Millsburger website was like a little pouch of different herbs or something like that or something that I saw on their website which uh, said put it here and uh, is that one of the uh, organic creation I'm not sure or nature's creation Probably. I'm not sure and then Trace would know if it was on the website Trace would know yeah I'll, I'll go back and yeah I'm looking on the website and I haven't found it here but I'll look it up on the website and come up with the right yeah. name and do you have your phone with you can you can you look it up on your phone so you can show them yeah I might okay because I'm getting this this interwebs thing it's okay it's a hoot no, I'm just kidding. It's, yeah. it's, you forget, I'll, I'll look it up real You forget quick. sometimes how easy you can do it. Thank oh, you. You bet. I'll Thanks. I'll look it up. Good right. 308-8867. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Ann Schiller. She's going to talk to us about Festival of Flowers. She's going to tell us all about all the stuff that's going that's on. And Yeah, there's Trace in the light green shirt. And uh, the um, anyway, so we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. Our number is 308 8867. 308 8867. More in a moment on 9 30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Milberger's can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Milberger's can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is, Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that, too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see a events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. That's MillburgerNursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. After one of the most remarkable elections in U.S. history, Donald J. Trump became our 45th president. Since his inauguration, the news cycle has raced to keep up with his policies and promises on immigration, health care, jobs, and foreign affairs. But how do voters accurately evaluate the first 100 days of the Trump presidency? And what should Americans expect moving forward? To honestly answer these questions, 9.30 a.m., The Answer, along with our local sponsor, Robert Custom Homes, and our national sponsor, My Pillow, present President Trump, the first 100 days, an evening with Larry Elder, May 23rd in San Antonio. Larry will address the issues and evaluate the president's first several months in office. Be a part of this interactive event. Tickets start at just $15 and are available now at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Sponsored by In-Home Senior Care and My Pillow. Visit MyPillow.com and type the discount code 100 days to buy the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Larry Elder at San Antonio's Palladium Theater on May 23rd. Presented by 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The 20th Annual Festival of Flowers happens Saturday, May 27th. San Antonio's favorite and largest gardening event is back. A big day of shopping for plants, landscape supplies, garden decor, and much, much more. Attend gardening and landscape seminars, hear the latest in natural gardening at the Organic Roundtable, trade plants at the Citywide Plant Exchange. 
floral design, herb cooking, plant and garden displays, co-hosted by San Antonio Water System, and Saws will have a free zero-scape plant for each adult while supplies last. Admission to $6 and parking is free. Carts and wagons are welcome. Plant and package checkroom. Food and beverages available all day. Remember the date, Saturday, May 27th, 9 until 5. San Antonio Shrine Auditorium on North Loop 1604 between 281 North and Blanco Road. Find all the details at safestivaloflowers.com. That's safestivaloflowers.com. We'll see you there. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer you just heard about it, Festival. <coughs> yeah. Wow. You come see. I know it was quick. It went right through that microphone into mine. All right. So (laughs) Festival of Flowers is coming up next Saturday. You just heard about it. But we got Ann Schiller here, and Ann can tell us all the inside scoop on all the stuff that's going on with Festival of Flowers. Next Saturday. Next Saturday, 9 to 5 at San Antonio Asafar Shrine Auditorium on North Loop 1604 between Stone Oak Parkway and Blanco Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our twentieth unbelievable year. Yeah, and this is uh, if you're if you are familiar with it, and so many of our listeners are, because they'll come by and see us when we do our show from there. Uh, we'll do it again this year. We'll, so we'll be broadcasting, uh, God willing, in the technical uh, everything. Oh, it'll work. Okay, good. Um, but Are yeah, you going to have your new machine? Maybe? I don't know. I'm hoping that would be good. That'd be sure make it easier. It could also be dangerous. Yeah. A new machine could be dangerous. Yeah. So, anywho, uh, but if you don't know, uh, tell us kind of the mission of Festival of Flowers. Well, the Festival of Flowers is um, it's a show that we started 20 years ago as a way to just have uh, businesses and nonprofit organizations show off what they do and uh it's kind of grown since then uh because it became a fundraiser for our nonprofits, and it also allows people to visit like 20 different gardening and landscape supply people in one day so it's it's an exciting event and you it's get real- every every question you on every gardening topic there is, you can get a, there's somebody there that can answer that Oh, question. yeah. In every, you know, we'll have, you know, I think Brunella and I, my partner in this, we send out all of our information to all of our exhibitors, and 70 letters went out. So you can imagine that next Saturday there will be 70 experts waiting and Jerry, to answer your questions. And Jerry and I sit there when we do the radio show and we see people. Oh, man, he's still alive? I thought he had died a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> like a, uh, a senior old friend. And in the meantime, they're doing the same thing, pointing at us as they go. Well, in many ways, it's kind of a reunion yeah, with San exactly. Antonio gardeners. Exactly. And not just home gardeners, but people who are in the industry and who belong to all of these clubs. And there's a special theme? This Well, there is a theme every there year. There is a theme, and this year, uh, and Saws, who is our co-host, pretty much set the theme, and uh, they have it uh, front and center in what we call the conservation Saws Conservation Station out in the lobby. Rain so, gardens. Rain gardens, exactly. 
And so not only will there be displays about rain gardens, but there will also be Lee Marlowe with San Antonio River Authority. And really, she and the River Authority have kind of taken the lead in promoting rain gardens as a sustainable landscape feature in our area. Yeah, to so protect- it's going to be very interesting. And she's yeah, going to be one of the first speakers. Yeah, and in addition to uh, conserving water, these rain gardens... Uh, they also uh, protect our rivers and uh, groundwater sources from pollution, so it's right. kind of it's a cool concept. Uh, can be it can be pretty attractive. Not real hot. It's not really real difficult to do either. And up in the lobby, the master gardeners are actually constructing a small rain garden, so you can kind of see what goes into it. And San Antonio River Authority is they were bringing they're bringing their own scale model of a house. And it has movable parts about different kinds of landscapes and how it fits in. And then it actually, they can run water through it. And it was like when a few of us went over to see it, we were like all excited. Mm. So that's well, I thought that was because there was a little bar in there where you could get a drink. No. Uh, <laughs> no. It was the excitement of seeing that water go through those little tiny oh, gutters. Okay. <laughs> the... Um, so that's the main theme. So, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things you pointed out last week, which was really kind of cool, was first off, parking is free. Yes. But literally from the time you hit the curb, from the parking lot to the curb, there's something for you to do. Right. You know, well, you're not exactly. supposed to hit the curb. You're supposed oh, to stay from out the on the moment drive. you well, step onto the curb. Right. <laughs> uh, as soon as you park between those stripes in the parking lot. <laughs> Thank you. Man. You'll walk up to the door and you'll see the farmer's market and there's all kind of vegetable and produce people, a lot of people who are selling uh, handcrafted yard art, you know, gourmet specialty foods. You go, you walk in, you get a free plant from Sauce mm-hmm. while supplies last. And there's even before you the buy good, a the ticket. good news is that Saws will have at least a thousand. Right, right. They're, and they're all zero escape plans. Yeah, and hope uh, really and, neat choices to see. Right. And so then after you come up and you've seen that and you get your free plant, you go over and gosh darn, you buy your ticket and it's only $6 after you park for free. Yeah. And then you walk into the hall where all of our indoor vendors are, and one of the showstoppers is Millburgers big display garden and what happens there i thought she was going to say our show where we were no. oh, okay that comes later and it does it's a showstopper <laughs> people gather around yeah, that's right. and say won't you stop the show please <laughs> <laughs> but they go they go to Milberger's garden and they have been doing that for at least the last 10 or 12 years and what's fascinating is to see how many people use that as a photo opportunity mm-hmm. to capture pictures of themselves and their kids and their family and friends against different elements in that garden. And I don't know if he wants to talk about that or not, but Trace is here. Trace, do you want to say something? I'll, I'll Trace is the manager of Millburgers. I'll, I'll do my own here in a little bit. Okay, okay. Trace is right. Trace safe, saving thing. it up. Well, one thing you won't find there. Now, don't you know? Don't go to the show if you're looking for combination windows, hot tubs, or kitchen knives. This is not a and rubber brooms. Guy. We don't yeah. have rubber brooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, all right. So th- that's what the that, what Calvin's right, talking right. about is so, not only topics, but the vendors. They are all focused on gardening. Whether right. So, it's a lot of specialty type shopping. Mm-hmm. Lots of plants from all kinds of different businesses and nonprofits. And uh, the whole the whole realm of uh, Jerry's Eric's experimental plants will be available from the Garden right, Volunteers. Right, at the Garden Volunteers of South Texas. Go to plantanswers.com and you'll see these wonderful right. photos of what right. they're offering. And you'll be able to buy those at the yeah. Festival of Flowers, which is, you know, there's not a lot of events where they sell your plants anymore. Right. Right. So this they is don't. kind of a unique opportunity. Dad, did you mention the Daylily show, too? Yeah, I don't think I did. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> that, that's it's this coming Saturday. Saturday, May 20th, next Saturday. 9 to 5 at Shrine Auditorium on North Loop 1604 between Stone Oak Parkway and Blanco Road. Yeah, outside of, of the loop. Right. On the outside. But I also want to say that, you know, it's a day of learning mm-hmm. as well. And a lot of people, they come to shop, but then once they see everything they can do during the day, they stay all day. So some of those things include seminars. Well, we have our morning seminars, and Lee Marlowe with the San Antonio River Authority is going to be doing a seminar on rain gardens, why you want one. And then we'll have a, lens, we'll have a seminar on... Uh, I think this is going to be really interesting. She's with the Native Plant Society of Guadalupe County. And she's going to be talking, Nancy Masterson is going to be talking about um, landscape plants for five different landscape themes. And that's everything from a moon garden. Yes, native plants. From a moon garden to a 12 years of color. Garden. 12 months. It's going to be very, very um, interesting. We also have one on garden therapy, and we have one on Yes, You Can Go Roses. Oh, yeah. And um, you're going to have uh, the one that's doing kind of the therapy. Is she right. doing Is she doing book signing? Yeah. Yes, she is. Cool because she actually, she's been at the Festival of Flowers before. Um, she did oh, one yeah, on yeah. indoor plant decor. But when she published that book, she told her publisher about she was um, had been diagnosed with cancer and was going through treatment, and he encouraged her to write her book because she was starting to keep a journal. And she doesn't want to just focus on cancer recovery patients, but anybody who is going through a life challenge, either physical or emotional, and you know, how it can help them. And she's a beautiful landscape designer from Austin as well, so she has a wonderful presentation. And uh, Judy Barrett, who's doing The Roses, yes, uh, will also be signing her books. Yes. Then, of course, this has become, there are two things uh, left to talk about, and both of those are very popular and a tradition at Festival of Flowers, the Organic Roundtable and the Plant Exchange. Yes, the Organic Roundtable is our afternoon education event. It starts at 2. It's hosted by Bob Webster. And that's the and one Jerry takes part in every year. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. That's the one he stands at the door, and they kind of go, please, Jerry, <laughs> go back, go back. He's a showstopper. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, it's popular. And we'll have some organic experts there talk about natural gardening. 
And, of course, the Citywide Plant Exchange, which is probably the most fun event at Festival of Flowers. And you can find out more about the Plant Exchange and the rules and guidelines to participate at safestivaloflowers.com. Anything we've missed? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, we got it all covered. Well, mm-hmm. listen, uh, Ann mentioned the website. I'll mention it again. But that's the place to go, safestivaloflowers.com, where you'll find out all the information uh, about uh, what's going on, who's speaking, what they're speaking on, and which the, vendors will and, be there. And the rules about the plant exchange. Yes, rules about that's very important, yeah. the rules. Cool. Uh, we, we want to avoid as much stress at the plant exchange uh-huh. as possible, so and, uh, please read the rules. The police officers that are patrolling right. don't want to have to shoot anybody. The plant police, That's right. yes. That's right. Don't know. be bringing that cactus to aloe vera. We don't, want, we don't want anyone to bring out any billy clubs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Ann. And you get, well, Ann's brought us some tickets. Oh, good. Oh, but I do want to say one thing, that one of our biggest supporters is Millburgers. And not only do they do this beautiful large garden at the center of the show, but they allow you guys to broadcast from there. Yeah. And if you, they also feature us in their May newsletter where you can get a dollar off coupon. Well, there you go. You, that way you can get in for only $5. Cool. I like the way she said that they, they allow us to go. Yeah. Sometimes right. I get the impression that they're, so, they're kind of glad to have us go. Places right. sometimes. Yeah. You want to? You want to? Well, that could be the case. Yeah, I there, don't know. There's a show in Spokane. When you want to right. use that Let's as a segue there. for? Let's go there this week. <laughs> you want to use that as a segue for Trace? Yes, I do. Okay, well, here you go, Trace. Grab that microphone, and again, SA Festival of Flowers. Anne's got us some tickets, and we're going to do some giveaways in a little while. But yeah, hey, welcome, Trace. What's going on? Well, I just want to. She did a really good job of covering that. We do. We do a. A, a, a large booth and it's a uh, extensive i want to thank pat martin because she's the one that comes up with the ideas every year for our booth and they're secret and, and sets them oh, up man, and gets secret. them all uh all to the point of that picture taking that she was talking about and they do they do take a lot of pictures at our booth but we have a lot of other stuff going on that same weekend yeah talk about the bees all right so we've got uh, mr perez out he'll be uh here doing the uh, bee seminar for the for the kids. We're going to, and they need to learn how the how the world works. You know, if, if we lose the bee population, then eventually we'll all starve to death. Uh, so it's uh, it's pretty good for the kids to learn all those things, and and what benefits that they create for the environment. Then we have David here, uh, okay. and he's going to be doing the uh, citrus seminar. And that's, that's always popular. That's very popular, and that's from 10.30 to whenever he runs out of uh, uh, oxygen. Um, normally 12. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that's, wow, you know it's over when he passes out. <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyway, that's to, you can learn how to plant, uh, which ones can plant in the ground, uh, the, how to maintain the ones that are in containers, uh, as well as there is articles on uh, plantanswers.com. But you can learn it in person and ask specific questions. You know, can I grow this in the ground and be successful? Um, all those questions he will answer, and then he does a little Q&A after where he, he talks to everybody individually that still has future questions. Yeah. Uh, let's time see. With we got the Festival of Flowers thing going on. We have a tax-free weekend. Yeah. So uh, on the, I believe it's the 27th, 28th, 29th, is going to be... Uh, Tax-free, tax free, water-smart weekend. It's only going to be on, like, plants. 
uh, all the plants, mulch, uh, soaker hoses, that type of stuff. So no fountains, no statuaries, no gift ideas, shovels, chemicals, fertilizer. But most of what we sell will be tax tax free. Yeah, and so you can go to millburgernursery.com to find out about actually about all those events. But if you wanted to know specifics, if you go to millburgernursery.com, uh, click on the events and you'll see tax free water smart weekend at Millburgers and Festival of Flowers, kids gardening class, and the uh, citrus trees for your patio and landscape. And, and then the blood drivers the next yeah. June 3rd. Yeah. Whew, man, it's going to be busy next weekend. It is, and and uh, I have a wedding to go to, so I'll be oh my gosh, right here. I'll, I'll be here in the morning. So I'm not getting married though. Uh, oh. it, uh, so I'll be here in the morning to help out, and then uh, okay. my, my aunt is uh, tying the knot, and I'll have to go. You should to have that. had the wedding here. We could have had. There you go. David could officiate it. He, he probably could. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, so, so lots of stuff a going lot, on. A lot going on for me, and uh, so we'll have a new member of the family. Congratulations! Really soon. All right, uh, we just got about two. Before we go to our news here, uh, do us a favor. Anything exciting uh, besides all the events and stuff? Anything coming in that you? Ah, uh, there's a there's a lot of things uh, that just became available. I know people were really liked it when we did uh, Daytura as the uh, plant of the weekend. And uh, I did get a hold of a few more, and they are beautiful and blooming uh, with that big purple flower, real pretty ones. Uh, and I'm sure there's a, uh, there's a lot of big bougainvilleas that came in out of California. Uh, we're almost done with California merchandise, so we've got okay. one or two more trucks of big fancy stuff, and uh, then it'll be summertime. I walked in from the front today, and uh, that's a that's as big a display of Gold Star Esperanza as I've ever seen y'all have. Well, I anticipated and the Vitex. I anticipated a good weekend. Yeah, and, and that's on sale. And some of those are just huge. Look at the one on this cart. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, isn't that pretty. And he's got one of each. Yeah, he was a very smart man. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Trace. Thank you. All right. 308-8867 is our number. We've got to take a break. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break in just a moment. Uh, but in the meantime, go to MillburgerNursery.com and check out all the events that are going on. Uh, and uh, and then click on that Festival of Flowers link there if you like, and that'll give you all the information on Festival of Flowers. So lots of stuff going on and uh, lots of stuff happening. Millburgers is all a part of it. It's, if it's gardening in San Antonio, Millburgers is a part of it. Again, our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch on the We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and uh, we're going to go visit with one of our friends over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. Wild Bill over at Wild Birds Unlimited on Hebner and Northwest Military. I don't know if he likes that nickname or not. Uh, and we'll find out 
he's going to let you know. Yeah, I bet he will. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Bill. Bill's not shy. No. Have you noticed that? I have, yeah. Okay, but he's over at the Wild Birds Unlimited at uh, an Almas Creek Shopping Center, which is on Hebner and Northwest Military. And uh, we'll find out what's happening with uh, nature in San Antonio and how Wild Birds Unlimited can help you enjoy that. What's going on, Bill? Oh, Bill, you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, sir. Hey, how's everything over at Wild Birds today? Everything's fine. You know, uh, this is uh, the time when the birds are eating people out of house and home. And <laughs> back in December and January, uh, they were wanting to know where the birds were, what's wrong with their seed, and why their feeder wasn't feeding birds. So now we got a lot of birds, and they're eating them out of house and home, which makes me happy, of course. <laughs> you know, another, Bill, are, uh, you yeah. and I were had a conversation about purple martins, uh, and I think generally the purple martin population across, across the city has been excellent, hasn't it? They should be, the young should be uh, hatching pretty soon. A lot of them, a lot of eggs out there, a lot of them are hatching. Uh, I, I think there'll be a bumper crop in around San Antonio. There's always people that, for some reason, you know, you can do everything right and not get them, and everything wrong and get them sometimes. Yep. But uh, sure. a lot of people put up houses this year and are getting Pokemon. Oh. Great to have. Yeah, there, there. We have a neighbor down the street who has two houses, and I, I, they are um, very vocal. Yeah, <laughs> no, noisy. But it's nothing better than to go outside. No, it's very charming. Yeah, it's, I, I didn't mean it as an, as in uh, you know to be mean to the birds. It's kind of cool. You walk and you boy, you can hear them. And they're uh, active and vocal, and uh, they're even at this point you can tell that they have the eggs. Uh, uh, they they are getting a little bolder. The, the the parents are getting a little bolder in terms of uh, letting me know that I they don't appreciate oh, they don't me getting by w- their house. Oh, you know? okay. And uh, so yeah, they're Every they're exciting. Purple Martins chase a hawk out of the area where they have a house. So they yeah. they can be pretty bold. Yeah, and I've seen them chase it and uh, kind of in tandem with uh, blue jays that, oh, Lord. that poor red tail hawk was getting plagued from all dire- all directions but uh, hey bill what do you recommend uh, folks that are interested in the martins uh, they uh, should start thinking about uh, where their house is going to be located and maybe even get the house early this year and you yeah, ready for it. so there's a there's a theory that uh, even if you put the house up and you don't get Martins this year, and you probably won't because it's near the end of the season to attract them, uh, the birds returning, when they form up and return and they go back as far south as Brazil, they remember where housing is. And they may, in fact, land on that house, rest a while, and but they'll find that house next year. So you have a better chance of getting them next year, even if they don't nest in your house. For some reason, they remember the location, and they uh, you, you just got better odds of getting them next year. 
And the sparrows, if you're putting up a sparrow house, they'll they'll be in there this year. Well, the, you you want to plug up those holes, and you don't want to get sparrows in there. And, oh. You know, one, one of the coolest things, if you don't have plugs to plug the holes up, uh, you can take these uh, swimming pool noodles and cut about an inch piece off of those. We all have them in our garage. And uh, What are they, the swimming pool? Huh? Noodles. noodles. You know, oh, yeah. You've seen okay. those, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a cool so, idea. You know, Calvin, that's what you used to ride around in the pool on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when, you're, when you were smaller and thinner, right? Uh, <laughs> well, they, they, they make bigger noodles, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hey, anyway, that, um, oh, good. That's a good way to plug those holes up and keep sparrows from going in. Oh, Bill, and talking to, a lot of things. Talking to Bill Spielen of Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, his location right there on Hebner and Northwest Military. Um, but that that's a great example, Bill, of how Wild Birds Unlimited, how your store is a problem solver. Uh, that's what you help people do and kind of uh, to enjoy nature. You, If they have issues, maybe they're not getting something, or uh, you help them figure out what's wrong and, and how to solve it. That, that's right. And, and you know, I'll, I'll say one thing that one of the best-kept secrets, it seems to be, in San Antonio, and it has been for 20 years, and that's if we want to keep out squirrels, we need safflower seed or nutrisafflower seed, and we won't have squirrels in 99% of the cases. So we sell as much safflower seed as we sell sunflower seed, but people come in the store every day and have never heard that before. Huh. Yeah, the, uh, at my house, the cardinals and the house finches and tip mice and chickadees uh, even the goldfinches are uh, go ahead and eat the safflower seed. They all love it. They all love it. And it, it's bitter, and that keeps out the squirrels, and the birds don't have taste birds, so they love it. A lot of protein. Is that, is that one of the big issues that folks are talking about when they come in as squirrels right now? or well, What are they talking it, about? We, we talk about all of them, but as squirrels are always an issue. Uh, some people feed them. That's okay. We have squirrel feeders here, too. But it's raccoons that like to drop their feeders out of trees, so we have whole mm-hmm. systems to prevent that. Um, so we and work with them and solve all their problems. Well, Bill, I, I was wondering about that. The last time I was at your shop, I didn't see the uh, all those recipes that Jerry left you for squirrels and raccoons. Yeah, squirrels I, and I bet they were swept up <laughs> <laughs> or thrown out. Yeah. It was, I'm sure it was accidental. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill, Bill has got as many things to attract and satisfy squirrels as he does to uh, keep them away from the bird feed. Yeah. Too. So uh, there are a lot of people that really enjoy the squirrels. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, again, uh, real quick, Bill, uh, we were talking to Bill Sphelan of Wildbirds Unlimited over there on uh, Northwest Military and Hebner. Uh, Bill, uh, this is kind of a surprise question. We talked a lot about the outdoors and attracting nature, but you also have uh, a lot of indoor fun stuff as well and yard art and all that in the shop. Uh, you want to, can I, can I have you pick one that you're especially proud of? Oh, gosh, we're, we're bringing in some nice wall art from Haiti right now that okay. is 
It's a free trade product. It's gorgeous. It's made out of old. They import all their oil, and it's made out of old oil barrels. And it's really unique and different, and we're selling a lot of that right now, and it can go outside or inside. And uh, Very cool. We want to remind, too, it's getting hot and sunny out there. Folks need need their hats, and uh, Bill's, Bill's shop has got the tilly hats, which are outstanding and last forever. Really cool. Yes, they're great hats. We're going to have some at the garden show. Yeah. I'm that's sure you all are going to mention the garden show at some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so uh, we were just talking to Ann about it, and you're going to be there, too. We're going to be there, too. We sure are. Are you going to have the uh, the the things from Haiti or any examples? I don't think we'll have them. We don't have a lot of wall space. It's it's you can oh, really okay. get much in, but we we give out things if people see something they like. They can always and we don't have it. They can always go to the store and get it, and we give them a little discount when they do that. Cool. Thanks, Bill. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, uh, Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited of Northwest Military and Hebner Road. There is also the location on Braun and 1604 and uh, the location on 3009, uh, just about a mile of uh, east of uh, I-35. You can go visit over there as well. All right, 308-8867, that's our number, 308-8867. What you guys got? We're uh, looking at... Uh, we hadn't talked about Calvin's article yet in today's paper about the. He's still down on. He's still uh, not uh, not uh, doesn't admitting about Balmoff, you know. No. So uh, and he got a good article about uh, uh, what what which kills Balmoff or Oakville. And we we talk about the all the uh, well at least I was going to say the good the uh, the good news about uh, ball moss but at least it's the you know kind of the uh, benevolence of uh, ball moss the fact that it doesn't isn't a parasite that gets treated but we we the article goes not the article but the photos go a little overboard in that they give the Ball moss credit for fixing nitrogen and... Yeah, it gives a hint. Ball moss (laughs) fixes nitrogen into the soil, helping oak trees. Yeah, I wanted to say that before Jerry did. Uh, uh, (laughs) Ball moss does not... be nice. But does not fix nitrogen into the soil because it's an air plant. It's up above the soil, and I think that's just a... Well, maybe when it falls off, it it turns into nitrogen. It decomposes, it turns into nitrogen. And whether that meets the the definition of fixing nitrogen, I don't know. <laughs> but doesn't wouldn't nitrogen benefit an oak tree? Absolutely. But how come most of the oak trees that I see that have ball moss on them kind of look like they're sickly? Yeah. If they're getting all that nitrogen, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> this gardening is complicated. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oak. And then uh, the, the article mentions oak wilt, too. We yeah. want to be really careful about uh, oak wilt. Uh, nothing worse than if uh, that. It's easy to prevent oak wilt in your neighborhood, but once it gets started, you've got lots of live oaks. Uh, it's, it's really hard to, to stop it because you have to 
trench and break that connection between the live oak roots and it's very expensive and uh, causes a lot of uh, disruption in the neighborhood and landscapes um, just it's heartbreaking to lose one of those big beautiful live oaks oh, in the yeah. landscape so so be careful just paint those wounds and that's what the article talks about i have a question have you have you ever seen a uh, live oak with oak wilt have i ever seen one yeah yeah have you ever seen one without ball moss on it? Ever seen uh, seen a live oak without ball moss? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, no one that has live oak, oak with oak wilt, but didn't have ball moss on. Um, I don't know that. I don't. I don't know for sure. I've never made a note of that over the years. Oh, see it, there. So so now well, you've got to relate the two. He can't. Relate well, uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, read, read the article. It's much less confusing yeah. than Milton and Jerry. <laughs> I was just asking questions. <laughs> That's all Jerry's just doing is asking questions. Me too. Draw but, your own conclusions. I know in the hill country where you, where the oak wilt has killed the trees, it's covered with bone. Yeah, when you yeah. drive by and you see the the devastation, it's, yeah. it's got well a lot yeah, of bone moss. Right? There's you, no correlation. Yeah, where you see the a lot of bone moss are. In areas like the hill country where the soils are real thin and the trees get a limited size, you know, and where when I lived in villages of West Creek, we had the, the oak wilt move in from the rural area, move across into the, the housing area. And that was the same thing there. The trees, you know, we had no soil, so the trees got were real moths, basically moths of oak trees, mm-hmm. and it just moved right through there. And boy, that 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 is that is tough to mobilize a neighborhood to figure out who's going to pay for stopping the disease and who whose fault it was. And yeah. So uh, anyhow, it's if you got oak trees, it's uh, worthwhile, uh, essential in fact, to learn a little bit about this uh, disease. And there are strong ordinances in a lot of communities, including San Antonio, uh, to protect our trees from. <clears throat> from Oakwell too. And Jerry and I got kind of a shocking news in the last year or so, or at least maybe I, I, I have always thinking that you're real safe with white oaks, mm. bur oak and chinkapin and lacy oaks, but even those oaks supposedly can get uh, oak wilt. They're not as susceptible as uh, red oaks or, or live oaks, but they're they're not immune from the disease either so paint all the wounds prune if you can prune when it's real hot or real cold and uh, just keep your eyes open for the uh, for the symptoms the article does show has some nice photos of uh, live oak leaves with the with the, the veins yeah. showing color yeah that's a good picture and a, and a live oak you'll have a they call it flagging you'll have a whole piece of the tree will die and so these flags of dead area as it gradually the whole tree dies texas the red oaks it goes all a little bit like cotton root rot. i mean it goes real quick and then the whole tree dies right but uh that is not as it's not as big of a problem on red oaks because it gets individual trees and they're not as inclined they don't have the interconnected root system like a live oak does 
All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Hey, one of the products that Millburgers is featuring from the uh, folks at Nature's Creation, uh, if you're looking to repel insects, and I looked for spiders but didn't see them, uh, but Cedar Repel is the name of the product, and it repels insects. Uh, It's uh, designed to to repel mosquitoes, fleas, uh, roaches, uh, scorpions, uh, chinch bugs, beetles, slugs, and ants, and it uh, do, does it with a natural, that natural cedar smell, which disrupts uh, their kind of their normal things and makes them a little uncomfortable. So they they move on to other places. Well, it gets into the whole article. We gets don't into, want uncomfortable bugs. No, well, it talks about pheromones, and the cedar disrupts the pheromone smell oh, man. for the ants and all that. Uh, but I thought uh, they just made a big, uh, big. A roadblock with the cedar. Well, that might work too. But if you're looking for uh, a, a organic way, a natural insect insect repellent, check out Cedar Repel. Chemical free, pleasant smelling, easy to apply, and kid and pet safe. That's nature's creation. That's their slogan, and that's their their mission too. Uh, made here in Texas. Look for uh, nature's creation right here at Millburgers, and check out Cedar Repel. We're going to take a break talking about organic. When we come back, we're going to try to visit with uh, Ty Chisholm over there, quality organic products. He's also going to be over at Festival of Flowers. But we'll talk to him right after this. Uh, 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is, Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's millburgernursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. After one of the most remarkable elections in U.S. history, Donald J. Trump became our 45th president. Since his inauguration, the news cycle has raced to keep up with his policies and promises on immigration, health care, jobs, and foreign affairs. But how do voters accurately evaluate the first 100 days of the Trump presidency? And what should Americans expect moving forward? To honestly answer these questions, 9.30 a.m., The Answer, along with our local sponsor, Robert Custom Homes, and our national sponsor, My Pillow, present President Trump, the first 100 days, an evening with Larry Elder, May 23rd in San Antonio. Larry will address the issues and evaluate the president's first several months in office. Be a part of this interactive event. Tickets start at just $15 and are available now at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by In-Home Senior Care and MyPillow. Visit MyPillow.com and type the discount code 100 days to buy the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Larry Elder at San Antonio's Palladium Theater on May 23rd. Presented by 930am. The Answer. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, Art for the home and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. Hugh Hewitt gives the details of the Comey firing. What Rosenstein is upset about is the usurpation of authority by the Department of Justice by the FBI director, a problem that Rosenstein wrote in his memo was not going to be corrected unless and until they replaced Comey. And what Trump was upset about is that Comey was not supportive, was not on board, made too much news. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867. That there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile on the outside of 1604, you'll see quality organic products, and you'll see Tide Chisholm. And, by the way, uh, you're going to see Tide Chisholm, it sounds like, over there at the um, Festival of Flowers, too. So if you uh, haven't been by to visit his, his uh, store at Quality Organic Products. Be sure to visit and say hi to Todd at next week's Festival of Flowers. Hey, Todd. And Delphine, she'll be there. I don't, I don't know if Malcolm's coming. Maybe, maybe not, but we'll see. Okay. Well, that'll be exciting. But, uh, yeah, guess what? I'm on the round table this year. That's what I heard. I wanted you to announce that. So that's exciting. This is the first year, yeah. right? Yeah, first All right, year. man. So... Don't let them give you any I'm trouble. Excited. You're a freshman. You know, they're going to try to haze you a little bit. You know, the new kid, maybe throw him some hardball questions. You can handle it. So you're the one yep. that took Jerry's, Jerry's spot in the organic round <laughs> I think it was between I'm Todd, Todd and I. Uh... Yeah, I think it was. It was Jerry or Todd. Well, Todd just kind of got it. Well, I had to know, be on the radio. Luck of the draw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just She just called me this morning and said, would you want to be on there? And I said, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, you'll do great. You'll yeah, do great. Um, you should be. It'll be a lot of fun. You'll yeah. get lots of good questions too. Hey, yep. so um, now, Todd, what's going over that we haven't talked to you in a little while? So, what's happening at Quality Man, Organic not, Products? Not really much. We're going to stay busy, just trying to get our yards in order. Both yards, we've got both yards open and rolling. So, um, just trying to get material in and lock up material and try to 
you know, we're getting the veggies going again, and she's got a lot of stuff going. So, a lot of people, but, a lot of people uh, trying to get the mulch down mm-hmm. so that we're getting getting ready for the heat and the dry oh, yeah. weather. Mm-hmm. So, that's always yep, that's uh, for sure. essential yep. part of yeah. our, our summers here. Right and right. Can you can you mulch incorrectly? No, I don't. Okay, so. I mean you can, I guess, if you put too much what? over probably like that tree or something. Well, that's what I meant. I didn't know if you could put too much. Put too much, but I mean it's. You, you could know, put six inches six inches on your grass and oh yeah, and wonder why the grass wasn't green yeah, that's, anymore. That, that, that's true. Right. Or our two, the plants we've identified that we don't recommend mulching uh, irises and crepe myrtles. But uh, other than that, it's it's a a real advantage to have that insulation over the root system. We talk about water conservation, but just the weeds. Well, Well, I think we're going to get some water today, huh? Uh, I hope so. We're going to talk to Roy after in a little while. He's our weather forecaster. But uh, looking at, at AccuWeather, there were some showers that were uh, right in the area. So, yeah, Bandera area looks like Bandera, Hondo, all that area, but you know, Lake's in it right now. So that's a good thing. That's over that recharge. So, you know, another thing, Todd, that Jerry and I in the past, uh, when we we see all this damage on the. The basic, uh, you know, uh, trees that are planted uh, mm-hmm. with we string mowers, and one one of the adva- another no, one yeah. of the advantages of mulch is over tree roots, uh, especially Keeping newly planted m- trees. Away, yeah. yeah, yeah, keep that string mower away from that base of that tree, because that'll, yeah. I mean, that that'll set back the growth uh, permanently uh, right. for that's true long time. So. Instead of instead of trying to trim so close, just use the mulch and keep the grass away right. from the the base of the tree. Right. Makes it much easier. So, Todd, what are you bringing to Festival of Flowers? Because you have two booths, I think, don't you? You got you know, a... I, yeah, I got two booths, but I don't. I, we're not going to bring a whole bunch. We're bringing a little bit of stuff, and we're just going to hand out stuff, and you know, just kind of promote the business. So. You know, probably do some flyers. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's up to the girls. Right. I don't really get involved in that anymore. Just much, you know. Okay. But um, you know, I just kind of stay on the equipment and getting the material right. That's pretty much my job. So. I got gotcha. you. The um, I, I, as you know, quality organic products. By the way, if you go to the website qualityorganicproducts.com, you'll see that their prices are really good to begin with. Uh, they sell to uh, to uh, wholesalers, to landscapers, to who do this professionally. Yeah, and yeah. so that so if you're just a regular home gardener and stuff, and you want mulch or compost or soil, uh, you get a, a really good price on it there, especially if you're buying mm-hmm. quantity. But right. anything anything on super special or a little bit more special We're than doing others? Some stuff for the landscapers right now. We're giving uh, off on the mulch, uh, two, two varieties of fresh dried mulch and then our composted mulch for only landscapers right now. But, um, you know, um, that's about it. We're trying to move some, which we're really not taking any material in our old yard. So uh, we're just trying to get rid of it. So we're going to revamp it and make it a retail yard, make it accessible and stuff like that. So we're just trying to get rid of everything that 
we can in there, and then we're going to regrade it and redo some of it, and then put new pins in everywhere, and put bring more gravels or more rock in, and that's what we're. Oh, good. Game plan. Mm-hmm. Kind of so. change change the nature. Yeah. Rather than yeah. get rid of stuff, change the nature of the. Right. The and then make our other yard just more of a reef, a reef, uh, uh, uh-huh. just a wholesale pickup and um, more of a research uh, stockpile yard. We're having, cool. a little We're having a little opposition with Selma. They give us some opposition right now. They're trying to make us get a flood study because we're in the flood over there. But we're open, but, you know, the thing about it is organic material is exempt from the floodway. So we can't be in the flood riverway, but we can be in a floodway because it's organic. So by the state. So, but, you know, little misophodologies and stuff like this have different rules, and you just got to go through the little stages. But they're giving us a little trouble, but they're they're working with us, and we're going to get it done. Great. All right. We look forward to hearing when it's it's finally complete, and uh, then uh, we'll talk to you again, I guess, next week then. Sounds good. Y'all take care, guys. You too, buddy. Hi, Todd. All right. You can find more about Todd and Quality Organic Products at qualityorganicproducts.com. All right. 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. Did you say something about a weather report? Yeah. I don't know if Roy's ready or not. Um, so, Kevin, why don't we mulch crepe martyrs? Well, we used to, th- the, the idea was that we want crepe myrtles to drop their leaves and uh, one of the ways that we got them to not, you know, when we were having trouble with the f- freeze damage and continuing to grow into the, the, one of the things was that they they just kept putting on new foliage and, and things. And so one of the strategies was that without the mulch, they'd, they'd be more in tune with the cycles, the weather cycles, and they'd dry out, and then they would uh, harden off and go into the freezes. So you're you're saying that? Are you questioning that? I, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't know. Remember where that came from? We had some. Uh, that probably came from around the uh, when we were when having we had those hard real winters. Yeah, when we had some real winters. Yeah. So, you know, it may. Yeah, I, it, I, it's probably an issue that is worth uh, re-examining. Yeah, I think so. Because we got some places where where it appears that. A little mulch would help some of the crepe myrtles. Well, uh, I've also seen some crepe myrtles that, uh, first of all, that have ball moss, which are not. I don't remember, <laughs> but but lately, I see them all around town that have ball moss in. Not growing, not putting a lot of yeah, new growth. Yeah, and on. they're not near getting uh, putting a lot of new growth on there. And uh, Neil Neil Sperry got a question in today's paper. Said, uh, I asked some crepe myrtles whose leaves are turning yellow, then pink, then red. In other words, that's the death cycle when they they start doing that or they're stressed for some reason. I've noticed other people's plants are doing the same thing. Is this a soil deficiency or a disease? What should we do? Uh, and Neil says that's a sign that the plants are struggling for one reason or another. The most likely cause this year would be some type of cold damage. 
by the extreme cold snap we had early July. We're, we've almost forgotten it since the balance of the winter and spring were so uh, warm by comparison. Watch the ensuing new growth of the plants put out for the next month or so. If those branches appear to be lethargic, I hate a lethargic branch. <laughs> and if there are vigorous shoots coming up from the you may from the ground, you may want to trim out the declining branches and see the if the new shoots uh, let the re- new shoots replace them. Without having a photo of what you're seeing, that's my best guess. So um, I'm I'm wondering if um, if you got a crepe myrtle with a lot of ball moss in it, and and showing these uh, lethargic symptoms, lethargic uh, growth. I'm wondering if you shouldn't start cutting that thing back. Yeah, a and, you, bit. and you think if you could. Quite often, you got you, you see those kind of symptoms in a dry, uh, right, dry soil, right, and uh, you'd think that maybe incorporating some compost in there and then mulching over the Absolutely. top might stimulate some new growth. Yeah, and fertilize. Yeah, did you mention fertilize? So uh, the 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 question comes up. If you've got a crape myrtle like that, it's got uh, discolored uh, leaf growth and uh, probably not very much bloom and uh, things like that, you can either... uh, That's that's where I think mulch and fertilizer may help. What also may help is to to cut the thing... Of course, a lot of times we're talking about big tree, you know, trees have gotten big and so people hesitate to cut them down. But uh, in in the newsletter they were talking about uh, uh, when you when you have a situation like that, a, a kind of a poorly growing tree uh, that, uh, that the game plan here should be to remove the dead stems carefully. Leave all the new shoots in place until fall. Talk about the ones coming up from the ground after you remove the top. At that point, select uh, seven to eight uh, straight uh, stem and leave them. Remove the rest. Next year, perhaps in early summer, the new growth will be sturdy enough to allow the gardener to remove all of the extra stalks and start training um, the uh, three or five or uh, that remain. So, uh, fertilizer is a key. It's one of the keys. Fertilizer would help too. But if you if your root are if your roots are stagnant or not not damaged, yeah, then you, then then the compost and mulch, yeah, might it, might kick them into a little action. That, that's why I asked about the mulch. Thing. Yeah, that's what I remember. The it was in the, the okay. freeze days. That, that makes sense. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Trace is up here with us. What's going on, sir? Did, did we hear anything from Mark Peterson today? No, are we supposed to? Well, I, I'm I'm not sure. I think the uh, SAWS program is back. 
and uh, I was hoping he would call in and talk yeah. about it. Last week he said there was a little delay. I don't know how. Well, he, brought, he brought me cards and all that, so oh, we're we're almost set up to function here. So and I'm, I think yeah, I saw your starting of your display over yeah, there. So uh, you know, if you're interested in a in the sauce package or if you've done it before, um, you, as long as you're a, a sauce customer. You can go online. You sign up. They'll give, send you a uh, a coupon or a uh, he doesn't like that word. What was the word? Uh, anyway, a hundred dollars <laughs> towards uh, the purchase of a select group of plants that Saws is approved. Okay. And uh, some are are small. Some are little trees. And the concept is you remove two hundred square foot of grass, and you plant these plants. And you put a, a layer of mulch over the surface, and the long-term goal is that those plants will take less water than that grass did for the same square footage. Plus, easier to maintain and, right, and they look good. And then, and yeah, color. Now, as I drive color, around, as color. I drive around town, I look at the different yards, uh, like like y'all probably do too, and I see different saws packages uh, over the last few years. So this one looks nice. Looks like it's going to be easier than than some of the ones in the past to get it situated. And it's a huge list of plants to pick from. So uh, is it a, a better list? I mean, is it mostly? There's some few things I've never heard of before, but uh, well, weird is not always bad. Have you heard of something called snake herb? Snake herb. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not re- referring to porterweed, is it? No, I don't think so. Um, well, anyway, so most of the plants are actually gettable, which they, is that a word? Gettable. It is now. Yeah. Gettable. <laughs> Obtainable. Obtainable, there you go. I like gettable. Uh, <laughs> unlike some of the ones in the past uh, have been very hard to uh, procure. How about that word? That's procure that. the uh, right varieties. Uh, there are only a few in this one that might be hard to get. So, well, Mark will, uh, will visit with us. If, if worst case scenario, Mark will uh, yeah, he'll uh, probably run from, from his lawn flowers. Day. Yeah, he's waiting for the dryer cycle to, to kind of finish up before he comes over. <laughs> voucher. That's the word he likes. Vouch, he doesn't the, like coupon. Yeah. Voucher. Voucher. Huh? But, uh, voucher. Yeah, so well, we can catch him at festival, too. But maybe he'll come by tomorrow. That's a hint, now, Mark. Now, what is, what is the... It's a... What is the emphasis of uh, of the SOLVE program this rem, year? Rem, the shade, shade talk garden? No, no, it's it's a pretty good assortment. I'll bring you up one of the cards here. Just just a yeah, just a general reduction in turf. Yeah, oh, they oh, just want okay. you to have less okay. grass and more plants. Okay. So okay, so that's uh, you can find out more information uh, here at Millburgers about that. But Trace, let me ask you something. Let's say you had a child in your world that was interested in bees. Uh-oh. Who who isn't interested in bees? I think they're cool. People that are allergic to getting stung by bees. Uh, okay. Well, well, uh, that means the, they're super interested in that's bees. That's right, yeah. More so, so than the rest of us. Is there anything that Millburgers can help them with? Next Saturday, we are uh, having a, uh, a children's clinic on bees. Um, all, the, all the neat things that you need to know about uh, bees. I imagine you could even start your own beehive mm-hmm. with the information that you're, you're going to get out of this. First bats, now bees. Huh? Yeah, the bats yeah. and the bees. Good stuff. Well, Good eventually stuff. we'll have birds, but I'm not sure that these kids are old enough for birds Butterflies, and bees. birds, yeah. <laughs> the, um, now, if you want your child to be a part of it, it's next Saturday starts at 10. I believe so. 
And you call 497-3760 to make a reservation. 497-3760. It's free, but uh, you want to make a reservation so they know how many folks are coming, so they have all the supplies. Uh, And then let's say you, you you wake up Saturday morning and you want to just enjoy David Rodriguez talking about citrus. Well, can Millburgers help you? We can. What? At, at 10.30, David <laughs> will be here. And uh, so after his his show, he'll come over and uh-huh. we'll do a, a citrus seminar. So this will be for all those different uh, questions that you've got. You know, should I grow it in a pot? Should I grow it in the ground? What should I feed it with? What should I spray it with? How What's do I get causing those production? little black specks on the fruit? Uh, you bet. All those, all those things. Uh, we'll get answered and then some. Did, yep. you, did y'all move most of those lemons and limes that you had? Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Good. That was a good price on those. Well, I think we got another week of that. Oh. And let's Just for the seminar. Oh, good. And let's say that you were interested in going to a wedding. Um, well, that is. Uh, Never mind. I've been told I'm going. Okay, so it's just going to be traced. So yeah, you stay here, enjoy David, or uh, Perez Beekeeping, or Festival of Flowers and Millburgers. But yeah, don't. You're not invited to the wedding. I'm afraid. Yeah. Anything so if else? You, if you wake up screaming in the night thinking about David Rodriguez. This is the place to come. Sure. You can learn more at MillburgerNursery.com. Well, we have the... To uh, avoid David or to yeah, see David? Uh, <laughs> we do have the uh, tax-free weekend going yeah, on. Yeah, thank you. So uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, in general, it's pretty much all the plants. Uh, mulch. Next week? Yep. Uh, mulches, uh, soils, um, soaker hoses, things like that uh, will all be... Drip uh, kits, right? Drip kits, you bet. And uh, those will all be tax-free. All right. Very cool. MillburgerNursery.com, the place to find out what's on sale and about all these different events, too. Cool. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. More after this, plus the weather on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. That's MillburgerNursery.com. That's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. Where are the genies? A genie bath system's walk-in shower is not only beautiful, it stays clean and will never mold because there's no grout to worry about. Sure, you can keep scrubbing and trying to clean that old shower you have, but no matter how hard you try, it's still going to look like your grandma's toenails and not the little ones, the big ones. Oh. 
At Jeannie Bass Systems, we take our old embarrassing tub and replace it with a beautiful walk-in shower that's easy to enter and exit. Or you can continue to keep stepping in and out of your current tub, fall, break a hip, and have to go to the hospital and wear one of those gowns that your butt sticks out of. For a limited time, purchase a Genie Bass Systems walk-in shower and receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. Or you can keep putting off updating your shower and wait for that dirty crime scene look to come back in style. Visit our Genie Bass Systems showroom just off of Broadway and Freedom Drive or visit GenieBassSystems.com. So quit putting off updating your ugly bathroom. Genie Bath Systems, 210-739-1372. That's 210-739-1372. Genie Bath Systems. DeWitt Landscaping Products and Plant Fabrics are the number Number one choice of professionals in the lawn and garden industry. Milberger Landscape and Nursery stocks the DeWitt Do-Right Drip Irrigation Bag for new trees. DeWitt Do-Right Bag is designed to provide a drip irrigation system directly to tree roots over an extended period of time. Take the stress out of planting new trees with this 20-gallon tree watering bag. It is designed to ensure that your new trees will survive their crucial first year after being planted. It eliminates the severe water stress new trees endure after transplanting by delivering a high volume of water directly to the root system. It is great for soaking before digging for providing continuous water during summer droughts. The DeWitt Do-Right Bag is made of heavy-duty green coated polypropylene with nylon webbing, poly straps, and black nylon zippers. It is UV stabilized to endure extended exposure to sunlight, safe to use with nutrients. A single bag fits trees up to three feet caliper and holds 20 gallons of water. Easily installed in five minutes, no tools needed. Look for the DeWitt Do-Right Drip Irrigation Bag at Milberger's Landscape and Nursery. The 20th Annual Festival of Flowers happens Saturday, May 27th. San Antonio's favorite and largest gardening event is back. A big day of shopping for plants, landscape supplies, garden decor, and much, much more. Attend gardening and landscape seminars, hear the latest in natural gardening at the Organic Roundtable, trade plants at the Citywide Plant Exchange. Floral design, herb cooking, plant and garden displays, co-hosted by San Antonio Water System, and Saws will have a free zero-scape plant for each adult while supplies last. Admission just $6 and parking is free. Carts and wagons are welcome. Plant and package checkroom. Food and beverages available all day. Remember the date, Saturday, May 27th, 9 until 5. San Antonio Shrine Auditorium on North Loop 1604 between 281 North and Blanco Road. Find all the details at safestivaloflowers.com. That's safestivaloflowers.com. We'll see you there. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. The weather can change at a moment's notice, and so can Roy uh, back at the station. <laughs> that didn't work out as well as I thought it might. So, uh, yeah, Roy's... Well, he's a weatherman. He's he, supposed he, to be able to change. He's prepared. Oh, oh, goodness. Okay, so we'll get a quick uh, forecast from Roy, and then we'll uh, find out uh, what's going on uh, with uh, some of our callers here. All right. Hey, Roy, which, what we got weather-wise? What's it looking like? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, good. Good, good. So let's take a quick look. Everything, everybody's kind of 
calling and chiming in about the rain today. So obviously we had a few sprinkles kind of throughout the city today. Still about uh, the highest percent of chance uh, of some severe rain is over the next few hours, believe it or not. So for between uh, from about 2 to 4 p.m., there's about an 80% chance of some uh, pretty good uh, wow. thunderstorms. So, uh, that's, a, that's a lot. 80% is yeah, a lot. That. <laughs> and that's only for about the next two hours. After <laughs> after about 4 o'clock, it really tap- tapers off the rest of the of the evening tonight. So that's the at this point, that's the best time for us to see some rain. Uh, we are going to get up a little bit warmer, just more humid than anything, to about 90 degrees today. Tomorrow, most of the rain is going to be gone, only about a 20% chance of some uh, evening showers tomorrow with a high of 89, low of 75 uh, uh, degrees. And excuse me, sorry about that. Let me refresh here because uh, we're still getting updates. <laughs> so let's see. Oh, okay. Um, and Monday, start the work week high of 85, low of 67 with a 40% chance of rain. Tuesday, high 88, low of 67 with a 20% chance of showers. And Wednesday, clear skies, pretty much all the rain's gone at that point, high of 87, uh, low of 66 degrees. Uh, Thursday, high 85, low 68 clear skies. And Friday, to round out the, round out the work week, high of 88, low of 69. Thanks, sir. It's warming up. Yeah. All right. So, so if we don't get rain between two and four, the chances are drop off considerably the rest of the week. Huh? Hey, we got James on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. James, thanks for waiting. Sorry about that. Roy tried to tell me on my instant messaging, but it just came up during the break. So uh, I apologize that you had to wait so long. Are you still there? And what's going on? Oh yeah, I had a question for uh, Doctor Parsons uh, about uh, chili peppers. Oh, well worth the, the wait. The, I got about uh, 30 or 40 uh, of those Parsons Pekins in my uh, my spring crop here. They're two gallons in Fanix mix. They're doing pretty good. And they're all about the same size, except for one of them. And one of them is about twice as tall as the rest of them. Uh, I was going to save seeds from the nicest looking plant, but... I don't want to save any seeds from that real tall one, right? Because I want to keep them kind of dwarfed. Yeah, well, it depends. It depends on how they yield. In other words, are they setting peppers? Yeah, they're covered with green peppers, but I don't know who's yellow, uh, who's yellow and who's red yet. So <laughs> I got to wait around. As, well, did you? You I grew your bone. own plant. You you grew your own plants, right? Yeah. Uh, I've been growing them for a couple of years now on some seed I got from you. Uh, they're doing real well and looking real good. But how, how am I going to judge which plant I, I save seeds from is kind of my question. Well, you're right. Uh, the uh, and, and you said most of them are about the same height except that one tall one. Except for one that's probably about 30 inches tall. And I don't know yeah. if that I want to get that in there or not no you probably want to keep it keep it true to name you want to stay with the more compact plants okay well then the, the original the original plant which is you can see on plantanswers.com uh was a very pretty ornamental rounded plant uh that was uh more compact 
and upright. Yeah, that's that's what I like about the plant is it uh, it loads up real nice. It's uh, real attractive when they uh, they go from green to whatever color they're going to. They like yellow or red. Yeah, they're real. That's attractive. right. Well, you've got it. You've got it. Sound like you've got it figured out. Uh, well, do you notice any difference between the the heat levels and the in the yellow and the red? Are they all hot? Well, the, the the old ladies and the white boys complain about them being too hot, and all the my Hispanic friends complain about them not being hot enough. And they're okay <laughs> for me, so yeah, that's that's the story what, of my pepper life. I don't know what to do uh, with those guys. Just maybe ship them some habaneros or something. I don't yeah, know. go they're, go they're, get some get, get some ghost peppers and make them eat those. They're plenty much hot, uh, but I, I really can't, don't have any way to tell you which is hotter. Uh, they seem to be hot, and that's all I yeah. can tell you. Yeah, we, we tested them here at, on some of the Millburger staff, and they they seem to cons- a le- consensus that they're four times hotter than a... Yeah. Than uh, uh, what did Trace say? Even Trace, Chili Patine. Trace likes. Uh, That's right. We've been giving them to Trace. Yeah, Trace. Uh, he, he likes them. Uh, yeah, hot. he liked them hot, and he liked them. But they're not too hot. Mm. There's and one advantage to those little peppers. The, there's a lot of women out there that uh, that do a lot of pickling, you know, and pickle this and pickle that. Right. And right. And they're looking. The Serranos nowadays are just too big for them to put in those jars, but those. Um, those Parsons Pekins are just the right size to decorate those jars, especially there you go. Wow. If, if you sell them a yellow pepper and a red pepper, they've got both colors to put in with their, oh, you know, dill pickle or whatever they're doing. Absolutely. You know? that's, a real, good, that's a good point. And they're real popular around the country here. That, uh, when I put them out on my display at my roadside stand, the... The, the ladies that do the canning and the pickling, they they go right for them because they're uh, they're they're re- they look real good in the jars, you know. Yeah, they don't take up a lot of space, and they're they're hot enough. You don't you don't even when you're pickling plant uh, pickling uh, stuff like that, you don't even have to cut the pepper. I mean, you no, can just no. put it in there. Yeah, yeah, that's what and they're it, doing, it, and and I think they're winning like. Blue ribbons at the county fair. All right. Oh, is that oh, right? Cool. Yeah. You just full of full of good news today. Well, hey, James, we're going to try to get. Well, you keep you keep that seed because I'm I, I'm not saving much seed, so you keep that seed. We're going to try okay, to get one more call in, James. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for calling. All right, Matt's on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Matt, you're going to be our last caller today. What's going on? Oh, boy, great show, guys. I just happened to stumble across it and had to call in because I'm a new homeowner here in Texas. I inherited a yard that has a lemon tree, uh, but none. there was no blossoms this, this spring. And someone said, well, for fruit trees, you have to prune them in order to generate more growth. And I have no idea how to do that. And the second question that I'll, I'll give you to, to mull over, is there anything to kill this crabgrass outside of just digging up the whole stinking yard? And resodding because I'm almost afraid if I use a weed killer to kill it, there won't be anything left. That's it's well, probably, it's probably you, not crabgrass right now. Yeah, you don't have Saint Augustine or or some other types of grass in there. 
Are you there? Matt? Well, oh, no, we lost Matt. Matt? <laughs> Should I, uh, yeah, so let's tackle. Do it real quick? Okay. Yeah. Because, Matt, Matt, what we usually get is a grass weeds in the winter and then a separate set of grass weeds in the, the summer. And the easiest way to control them is to do a pre-emergent herbicide for those winter weeds that you're talking about right now that are declining. Uh, you, you apply that about uh, uh, September 1st, and that'll cut like rescue grass and, and annual bluegrass. That'll uh, stop germination. And then for the summer, really, the real crabgrass, which will be starting pretty soon, and sandburrs, you apply that about March 1st, and that'll prevent it from growing. And it... Uh, your lawn, if, if your lawn's uh, at least five or six months old, uh, there won't be any impact from the from these uh, pre-emergent herbicides. So that that should control those uh, winter or those uh, grassy weeds and uh, help your San Augustine lawn look good. In 30 seconds, can you address this lemon issue? Yeah, it probably froze. Oh, okay. But the pruning is this new. year. You were shaking your head about the pruning. No, That's not that, correct? No, you don't. You don't need to print a lemon. Okay, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just let Nothing it. you can do. When do they normally bloom? They would have already and bloomed then, by now in the spring. Uh, oh, they're blooming right now. Oh, they're blooming right now. Yeah, so they, they bloom continuously. So. Well, Matt, we'll, we'll we'll do you a favor here. If you uh, we we lost you, so if you wanted to or uh, to have more uh, answers, uh, give us a call first thing. We get on the air tomorrow at noon, and we'll, we'll go right to you. So we're going to say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick on behalf of the docs. Thanks to Roy for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And uh, we were real busy today. Tomorrow, we'll give away tickets to Festival of Flowers, so tune in for that. And uh, we'll, of course, be on the air from noon to 2 from Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.